Hey folks, it's your host Bobby here, just reminding you that Effin Cultured is indeed only intended for mature audiences and very not safe for work. Don't let the kids listen to this one. You've been warned. Hello and welcome to Fermented Fruit, a podcast within a podcast where we drink fermented drinks and watch movies that are rotten on Rotten Tomatoes and decide for ourselves whether the movie truly is rotten or like a fine wine, fermented. My name is Bobby. I'll be your host this evening. Joining me as always, Griff is here with us. Hello, Griff. Oh, good evening. Producer Craig is back again. Hello, Craig. I'm here. Now, Hello. Last time Craig was on a, a fermented fruit, it did not end well. So Craig is going to be our DD this evening. I do have a drink though, but I, okay. I will not be drinking as much as I he did the last be, time. He right. will be under. He will be under the legal <laughs> limit. Joining us for their first time this evening is the lovely lady that I was talking up while I was in Full Monty. She played my wife Georgie Bukatinsky. Megan is with us. Hello, Megan. Hey, girl. Hey. Yeah. Welcome. Um. All right, let's let's get down to business. Uh, when we to first defeat started, the Huns. Yes, to defeat the Huns. You can't do that to me. I, I will take that tangent every time. <laughs> the ADD kicks right in. All right. When we let's get down to business into every episode. <laughs> Griff's memory is going to be scary again. When we first started this podcast and we came up with the idea of fermented fruit, we came up with a list of movies that were rotten that we would like to uh, review. And when it got to be around our first Halloween times, I got excited and said, yo, we got to review The Monster Squad, one of my favorite movies of all time. We got to do it. And then I hopped on Rotten Tomatoes and saw that The Monster Squad had a score of 63 it was fresh. It was just fresh, but it was fresh. So we decided it's been like two months since we fermented anything. I think it was the last one we did Rick's birthday movie. It was did Roadhouse. Yeah. Roadhouse. Yeah. Roadhouse. Um, so it's been like three months since we fermented anything. Yeah. Um, I've done a whole show and so is Megan. So um, I hopped on to find a horror movie and, you know, you put, Rotten Tomatoes has certain sliders where you can like view horror movies by Rotten Tomato score. So, you know, I, I set the thing to 60 or lower. And then I started at like, please show me the highest of those because horror movies are a, a whole different beast when you're going down into the zeros. It's there's, there's not many redeeming qualities. You know, there's not like a Chris Farley screaming about a Japanese whore who bit his nose off. Yeah. We, um, we went down to 2% for, Mortal Kombat. I don't know that we want to go that low for yeah, a Yeah, we don't want to go that low again. I mean, but Drop Dead Fred was, what, a seven? And that one was, it was like super eight, pleasant. Think, yeah, That was a super pleasant film. So I was scrolling through, not even thinking of checking Monster Squad because, like I said, it was fresh. And then all of a sudden, on like the fourth page in the 50s, 
I see Monster Squad sitting there and immediately became enraged. So, um, <laughs> word of warning. <laughs> with, with the amount of drink I may be drinking this evening and the impassioned memories I have for this movie, it may get a little ugly. I have warned you. All right. So, Monster Squad came out in 1987. Good year. Um, Craig, Craig was also born in 87. <laughs> Good for Craig. <laughs> it was uh, directed by Fred Decker and starred a whole bunch of people that just do not matter anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, it's just Tom Noonan, no one cares, Andre Gower, Stephen Mack, uh, Duncan Rager. Yeah, and I don't know just, any of these names. None no. of these names mean anything, okay? Who the hell are these people? Exactly. So, so basically, a producer in Hollywood said, hey, you know how everyone loves the Goonies? And the writer room went, yeah, kids love the Goonies. They're like, let's have the Goonies, but like, let's have them fight monsters. And the Monster Squad was born. Have either of you seen this movie? I have not, no. I am so nope. fucking excited. That's a solid premise for a movie, though. Right, it is. Um, oh, my God. I'm going to be so disappointed when you all hate this movie. All right. <laughs> so this movie, uh, let's get over some of the other stupid schematics before we go into anything else. Uh, this movie opened in August 14th of 1987. It had a... It had an opening box office of $1.9 million, um, which made it the 12th. It was in 12th place its opening weekend. Wow. Falling, falling behind The Lost Boys in its third week, Summer School, RoboCop, Disorderlies, Masters of the Universe... <laughs> Which we've already done on this podcast. Oh. Uh, so this movie, Monster Squad, opened the week after Masters of the Universe. Um, we're going to be able to start making a timeline of our, our fermented <laughs> movies soon. So in, in its opening weekend, it couldn't outdo Masters of the Universe and another vampire movie. So it's, oh boy. That's, yeah. that's uh, rough. Let's see what else opened. No Way Out opened this week. Can't Buy Me Love opened this week. Stake Out and the Living Daylights were also above this movie. Wowzers. <laughs> um, its total box office for the entire year was uh, 3,769,000. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was only in theaters for two weeks. Um, that put it square in 135th place for the year 1987. Uh, which Swell. which put it above uh, movies like uh, Sin and Nancy, uh, The Care Bears Adventure in Wonderland. <laughs> what, a, what a hit. The Squeeze, Rooskies, Betty Blue, The Garbage Pail Kids movie. We're, we're, that, that opened the week after this movie. We should totally do that movie next. <laughs> Just to keep this 80s, the weeks, the summer weeks of 87 rotten films featured by <laughs> a Evan podcast Culture. within a podcast within a podcast. Yeah, that always works well with us when we start following a, a theme. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and I we've said this before with the um, Masters of the Universe, but number one movie of this year is Beverly Hills Cop 2, and then it was Platoon, Fatal Attraction, Untouchables, and Three Men and a Baby. Ta-da. Now, I loved this movie. Even though I was two when this movie came out, me and my cousin TJ watched this movie religiously. Um, it is very quotable. It has an audience score of 77. Uh there's a whole there's a whole documentary that you can watch on YouTube called Wolfman's Got Nards. Um which is literally the only thing I know about this movie. Yeah. It is a, it is a quote it is a quote from the film uh in which the the writer and the director and a lot of the actors had no idea that anyone knew of this movie let alone liked it until like digital media like started taking off and people wanted the physical copy and the blu-ray and uh it really had a second life in the in the mid 2010s into the you know into the now 2020s hmm. um which i think is why the tomato meter has crept below because some douchey fucking critic needs to sit there and be like they say the word fag in this movie and i'm like it's 1987 everybody said the goddamn word in that so We'll see. I, I think yeah. it's the woke mob. I don't want to sound like our far right listeners that love listening to our show. Um, but, you know, every once in a while they go a little too far. Is that actually a review you're saying? No, I'm not reading a review of it. Oh, no. I was going to say. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I know I know people there. There are troubling things from 80s movies that's that tend to set people off. Um, one of which is like how badly fat friends got made fun of. It wasn't even like the fat weakling. It was like, hey, he's our buddy. He's fat. And we're going to remind him of that every yeah. 30 seconds. And that happens in this movie with Horace. Um, you'll see in a sec. And, uh, you know, and then there's like, you know, the F slur, which, you know, I can't even I, I said it a minute ago, but uh, it's problematic. Um, something I used to say in high school and then I grew up and mm. realized that that was, you know, mm -hmm. just like how we're trying to get certain hosts of this podcast to not say the R word anymore. Uh, <laughs> he's been doing he's at real a, good. He's at a wedding tonight. He's killing it. He is killing it. Um, I'm very upset, though. I know he hasn't seen this movie either, and I, I, I wanted to share it with him. But So uh, some reviews. Uh, New York Times, a silly attempt to crossbreed an hour gang comedy with a classic horror film, which usually means that both genres have reached the end of the line. Um, Washington Post, the movie plays like it was written with a power tool. <laughs> Great. Um, thanks to Stan Winston's monster designs that could have been a largely schlocky endeavor, gains moderate gravity, particularly with a werewolf transformation sequence. Now, I'm gotta, sorry, can you define the word schlocky? I, I'm afraid I cannot. I'm, I'm already <laughs> a cider down. I'm not defining I anything. I believe it means burdened with schlock. <laughs> burdened, burdened with schlock. Rife Cheap with schlock. or low in quality as a schlocky TV drama. That's and legit. then you know, and then you've got some, and then you've got some sweet ones like uh, the Monster Squad is a rare film capable of turning its flaws into strengths. Now, um, I think I watched this like two or three years ago, but I turned it on as like a background, you know, like I didn't sit down and like watch it because I had my son running around and he didn't give a crap about it. Um, the Monster Squad is such fun; it makes you wish you were a kid again. 
And like, how can you fight it? This movie has a group of kids that one can relate with and features Frankenstein's monster, Dracula, werewolf, creature from the Black Lagoon, and mummy. Like, it's, it's, I, I'm a little put off but th- that they call him the Gill Man. Yeah. It's, that's a little weird to me, but. Um, they had, from what I remember, they had permission from Universal to use their monsters. And then last minute, Universal was like, hey, go fuck yourselves. Oh, cool. So they had to change, they had to like slightly alter all of the character um, designs. So like Frankenstein's monster has the bolts in the forehead instead of in the neck in this movie. Mm. And there's slight changes. Um, and the Gill Man was wearing this 50-pound suit. And his first day of filming, he ended up in the water. Like, they didn't save it for the last day of filming. Oh, so this poor guy is trapped in this freaking giant suit for, like, 12 hours of filming. It's a nightmare. Well, I guess Universal had to get the rights back so they could do their dark universe. Look how well that turned out for him. <laughs> well, here we are. It's an atrocity that this thing is rotten. And I'm very upset. But we are going to sit here and celebrate spoopy season with drinks and the Monster Squad. And we will be back to review it. But first, we need to ask, what are we drinking this evening? Griffers, what you drinking this evening? Uh, well, I think I'm going to stick to Jameson and Ginger Ale. Um, I do, because it's spooky season, I do still have the Demon Seed Whiskey. That will probably be my final the shot, final of, shot the of the film. Yeah. Hold on. Megan, what are you drinking this evening? I have produced my own hard cider. And it is so good. Mm. It is delightful. I'm not going to not to boast about myself or anything, but I put a lot of sugar in the initial ferment. So it ends up a little more alcoholic than the average cider. And I have reduced down some cranberry juice and added some orange peel and cinnamon. So it's a festive fall flavor and I am enjoying it immensely. I'm like, All right. I, I need I should just drive to Megan's house and watch the movie. Drinking a fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> you should drive to my house because I just installed surround sound and it's the most exciting thing since sliced bread. Yes, I love it. I love it. I'm drinking Angry Orchard Hardcore. Hardcore. Oh, what the fuck is Hardcore Angry hardcore. Orchard? Uh, it is an Imperial Hard Cider with dark cherry juice. It's really, instead of using the actual apple itself, they just core the just apple. The core. This, it's just the core. This is straight fermented core. arsenic. <laughs> they take all the seeds and just ferment that. It's, a, it's an eight percenter. I also have the eight and a half percent long drink in my fridge. Nice. And for some reason, on an impulse buy, I bought natural light strawberry lemonade vodka oh this, this evening. <laughs> Nat, wait, Natty Light? Natty Light made a vodka. Vodka? Yep. Uh, Why not? Tell me you're drinking it straight. I will be at some point. And then I think for my, I don't know if I'm going to save it for the final shot of the film when we come back or if I'm going to drink it now, but I bought a nipper of uh, Old Smokey's banana pudding moonshine cream. God, oh, it's I'm, so good. I'm in so much trouble. So much mixing. But I, I am drink I am drinking a uh, a porter from um, Night Shift Brewing called Awake, which is delicious. It's a coffee roasted porter. <gasps> I went down the wrong tube. 
So the complete opposite of Bobby's fruit salad approach. Got yes. It. Yeah. The darker fruit, the salad. better. Yummy, yummy. And it's an assist. Was that a Wiggles moment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only reason I know that is because of the the guy who made the uh, he remixed it with a Slipknot song. Mm. <laughs> only reason why I know that because it plays in my house like four times a fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so friends. We are going to leave you here. We are going to drink a bunch of drinks and watch one of my favorite goddamn Halloween movies. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to be entirely too disappointed when everybody else hates this fucking film. (laughs) Um, We'll be back in a jiffy. See you soon. All right, folks, we're back. We have watched 1987's The Monster Squad. And before we go any further, we have to take the final shot of the film. L'chaim. Oh, God. Oh, fuck, I forgot how bad that is. That is is so much strawberry lemonade. Oh, why did I do that? No, no. no. I, uh, why I anyone s- would buy strawberry lemonade vodka made by it's, Natural Light is it's just listen. a bad idea. It is fucking delicious. Number one, it's just. Yeah, I feel lot. bad for you right now. It's a lot. Don't you're the one sucking on the devil's taint right now, Bobby. I applaud you for your brave choice. I've got I've got my old smoky banana cream moonshine sipper to 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 uh, to, to soften the blow. That literally looks like a baby food jar. I know, right? It really does, yeah. <laughs> I got this out the back of the freezer. It's some of my wife's frozen reserves from when she was breastfeeding my child. <laughs> she ate a lot of bananas. <laughs> oh, God, I almost threw up. <laughs> Potas- potassium is very Perfectly important. natural. <laughs> I had it in the, the back shot. of my... It was so bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we watched the Monster Squad. We sure um, did. God, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Goonies meets monsters. Um, does the does the TriStar Pegasus opening make anyone else just like immediately happy? Yes. Yes, I definitely had a reaction to it. It's I don't know. It's the it's the <laughs> with the Pegasus <laughs> coming through. It's the best. Like who gives a fuck about the mountains or the stupid lion roaring? It's all about TriStar from the eighties. It it's just I don't know. I have like it's such what an is it, absolute the fucking touchstone blue ball with the weird abstract lightning bolt thing. Right? I don't give a fuck about that. Who gives that? a shit? No. It's all about the Pegasus and TriStar. Um, gotta love a uh, gotta love a opening crawl with no I, music though. I, it like, was that's dead so silent. Weird. It was really, I literally didn't even know it had started. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> As, aside from that, very good opening crawl. Right. Anything that could admit that a hero has they blown blew his it. duty. Yeah. <laughs> the opening crawl basically opens up and tells us that uh, Van Helsing 
is a hundred years ago is trying to rid the world of Dracula and whatever evil is in Transylvania. And it says they blew it. Spoilers. <laughs> You're a little late to the game if you are really mad that we spoiled it for you. You're right. It's an old yeah, fucking movie. I mean, we just celebrated the 35th anniversary of this movie releasing. Yeah. We just missed it by a month and a half. God damn it. Almost. Almost. So we uh, we open on Dracula's castle and Van Helsing is planning on having a virgin read an incantation in German around an amulet to rid the world of monsters. Wait, but can I it just can I go back to something? This is a hundred years before the story begins. What story? What's what story are we talking about here? Because the, the story, story of Monster the, Squad. Yeah, but it's that that like <laughs> compared present day, <laughs> present day whatever that present is. Day. So let's say 1980. Okay, so 1880 probably didn't look like that. <laughs> it's Transylvania, Craig. There are armadillos they're, inhabiting a castle. They're behind the times, man. It's fine. Armadillos and possums are inhabiting a castle. Listen, apparently vampires <laughs> like to eat possums. They probably have them imported. Dracula's got some influence, man. I'm sorry. I was going to make some weird conflated turning possum into pussy joke and i decided not to it's very uh, big of you <laughs> i also enjoy eating possum <laughs> you did it anyway cool uh oh, megan is so quiet <laughs> so quiet. i like that we opened up with present day so it allowed it the freedom to be literally any year you choose but it's clearly mid-1980s yeah and it's basically like suck at stranger things we don't need to recreate shit <laughs> it's because they created it at the time <laughs> all right the duffer brothers is that their name the ones that made that yeah. show they're yes they're they must be huge Monster Squad fans, man. They must be oh, sitting I'm there sure like, they are. oh, we yeah. are remaking the shit out of this. But uh, I feel like the Stranger Things people straight up copied the the bicycle scenes where they just kind of weave around yeah. in the road on their bikes for no reason. But when yeah. was E.T. released, though? That's the question. 82. 83, 82? 82. So, like, who's copying what, you know? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, everyone's valid. What about Spielberg. what about the ninja movie? One of the ninja kid movies. When did that come out? You know what I'm talking <laughs> three about? Yeah, the three ninjas. Three ninjas. Oh my god, we should do three ninjas and surf ninjas. Oh, that's we 90. We do a whole thing on ninjas. Ninety-two whole... again. Oh, that's ninety-two, not eighty-two. As long as we don't use the hard R, we'll be all right. <laughs> we all want a Stephen King rules shirt, right? Yes. Yes. What's the lead 100%. protagonist's name? Uh, Is that kid's name Bill? No, can't be. I'm thinking of it now. That's a great question. I just wrote it down as cool kid. I remember I remember Horace's name and Rudy's name because those Horace are the two. And, and Phoebe and Eugene. But the two friends, like the leaders of the Monster Squad. Did they ever even call each other by Was name? Was it EJ? 
EJ's the bully. He's the one from the Wonder Years. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's the one uh, kid that you remember, like, Sean. when you see the kids. Okay, yeah, Sean and... Patrick? Patrick? Yeah. Patrick. Sean Patrick Flannery? Oh, no, not that. Yes, again. Andre Gower was Sean. He yeah. was the he was the Stephen King rules shirt. And then Robbie Keeger played Patrick, who, who fucking doesn't exist in the world of Hollywood besides this movie. Um... Oh, he was in The Children of the Corn. Oh, Robbie Keeger? Yeah. Well, oh, good. Is he really? So oh, maybe he should have been the one wearing the wearing the Stephen King shirt. <sighs> Shane Black was a writer on this. How do I know yeah, that? I noticed that before. It's like the only name I recognize. Oh, he was the nice guys. Yeah. All right. Shane Black is like a legitimate dude. That's awesome. Predator. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. Lethal Weapon 4. Lethal Weapon 3. Fabulous. Lethal All Weapon. Right. So uh, we're at school. They're in trouble for drawing pictures of monsters. Exposition time. Fat kid, who they can't call by his name, Horace. They call him fat kid. And then the bullies call him fat kid. Everyone calls him fat kid. Maybe this is why I love this movie so much. Horace, um, and out of so he's getting bullied by the kid from the Wonder Years. And out of nowhere, this fucking greaser from middle school shows up named Rudy. Tiny Danny Zuko. Right. Like he's he's trying out for Greece. That's why he's dressed like this. And he smokes cigarettes and he's 12. These kids are in elementary school, right? These kids are supposed to be 10 or 11 years old, which means Eugene is what? Six, maybe seven. He's real young. Yeah. He's teeny. And Phoebe is five. Um, my God, this, this is a kid's movie. Y'all we've already, we're only in the first three minutes and I think we've seen six people die. I was to say it's also, it's ridiculously gruesome. For a kids movie right gonna, i'm sure we're gonna get into the more 80s. of that later but holy shit <laughs> uh. and while we're talking about the kids i want to just put out there in the universe that for me the the weak link of the movie is the child acting it's rough <laughs> it's it's rough i think Phoebe. you're not great. wrong you think what phoebe was great yeah I mean, she could be forgiven because she's young enough that she can barely talk. And Horace was great, but you're right. The two friends, the two yeah, friends are pretty Especially rough. the two friends. Why sure. is it always the fat kids that are good at acting when they're kids? I mean, I'm not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> no, not at all. No. You know, eating possum and acting. <laughs> well, the fat kid in two It big was really chapters good, too. In the autobiography <laughs> of a fat kid. Awesome. Eating possum and, and eating and, and killing, e just eating in general. Killing Gilman. <laughs> I love that he was eating his Snickers in the beginning. You can't. I mean, it takes it takes some pressure to stomp out a Snickers. Like, it, yeah. Wonder Years kid stepped on the Snickers and it, it it decompressed pretty quickly. And I love. So anyway, Rudy comes out of nowhere and he's like, "Hey, fuckhead, eat that Snickers." And the kid's like fine 
Because this kid's, what, 13? Then he ends up hitting on a 17-year-old who's not a virgin. He rules that school. But Steve doesn't count. Steve does not count. Steve doesn't count. But according to Van Helsing's diary and the fact that Limbo didn't open up, it does count. It was just a tip. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about biblical prophecies, Steve kind of has to count. We were just soaking. The God, God we says that doesn't soaking. count. We were we just in the hot tub. We it's didn't know they the were scene. Mormons. We were just soaking. It was just a light vab. Come on. There was no movement. He just put it in and kept just it. Parked it. Just parked it. Just parked it. Just parked it. He's green tea in me. He's English breakfast. <laughs> sat there in the docking station he was refilling the filling <laughs> station um we have, so uh we we meet everyone at the school and then we kick over to an airplane um okay if if this scene was shot today those two pilots would be a gay married couple that yep. banter was way too familiar i love that banter so much because the guy's just like fuck this job i can't believe i'm flying some old bomber with dead people and dynamite in the back and then the and guy then, just and looks then his co-pilot goes, partner is just like no this is a great job come on he's at, like, at least it's quiet and no one's yes. asking for those almond thingies who eats almonds on a plane fucking nobody they're too expensive they don't even serve almonds on a plane no nope. peanuts and then the guy's like you're right I like this job. <laughs> You're right, there's honey. A, I was just stressed out. There's a director's cut where the co-pilot's like, you want me to get on my knees and blow you, honey? That'll make that always makes you feel better. Let's put it on autopilot, honey. I got <laughs> you. <laughs> Those I World War II bombers with autopilot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Red Baron comes again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Red Baron was really good at eating possum. Ugh, my hair. My nose are so few and far between. <laughs> um, they try to drop. They try to drop him out of the plane. Dracula's in the plane with the that animatronic fucking bat that shows up every now and then. Okay, this really has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. It's just a question that I had. Can a bat fly around in a plane? Like, does that work out? Can you walk like, around in a plane? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as an yeah, object in motion stays in motion. So, yeah, but that's gravity pushing you down onto the. Have you ever seen a bird a on a plane? No. Have you seen snakes on a plane? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, there's I'm... nothing, there's nothing preventing them. There's no wind velocity that's pretty Greg's a pushy dd i don't know if i like it i'm, I'm just, saying no they can't it's a question i had i've never seen it before so i don't know how it works let's get some birds on some plants let me yeah. see. <laughs> Excuse okay me, but griff makes a good point about physics because the the bat like drops out of the plane and then is flapping like at the same speed of the plane for a hot second which i feel like we should probably question I feel right. like Dracula's powers are nerfed and then increased throughout the entire movie. It has I, to, it has everything to do with air pressure. That's what it is. Oh, obviously. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So he well, bats can't mask. throw dynamite. So, you know. Bats can't <laughs> He had a lot of dynamite. So much dynamite. And he, so he was much. not afraid to use it. And, okay, <laughs> how did he get the dynamite? Like, so he, he pulled out the dynamite after, like, when, when he sent Frankenstein out to get the diary was daytime right or it was about daytime he w- he said he was about to go to sleep he was about so to go yeah, to sleep was, yeah the sun was so frankenstein up. goes out presumably dracula goes to sleep mummy's a fucking mummy gilman is in the water and wolfman is nowhere to be found he's the anti-hero so where does he get the dynamite i think he got it from the plane <laughs> he, he snuck some from the plane okay listen he was keeping it in his butt there's a i'm <laughs> Dracula's really uh what is it mr alucard is really in the butt play mr alucard mr alucard is really really into some butt stuff please light my fuse anything can be a butt plug if you're brave enough (laughs) (laughs) that ass is dynamite um so can we just is is dracula transparent in lightning flashes i don't know this movie produces so many questions like there was an interesting moment where we saw his skull for a second it was like straight out of the exorcist you know when that that demon face shows up out of nowhere you're just like was that necessary that was just them flexing their 1987 special effects uh muscles they were just like yeah suck my balls goonies look at what we can do mr a la carte um that brings up a good point right so it's 1987 we we don't have we don't have the internet so like dracula calls the house looking for sean I I have so many questions, Mr. Alucard. Right? How this all comes together? Right? And then, so he knows exactly where Sean lives. He knows that Sean has Van Helsing's diary, which happened that day. Right. He right. His mother got it from some garage sale or something At, from six 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 whatever shadow brook lane okay i missed that it was from that it was from the house down in the yeah they they referenced the creepy old house she's like i think you would like this oh it's from van helsing oh he's the guy that fought godzilla no mom you dumb whore (laughs) which which also brings up like who is so that how well okay was there? I forget it. Was there anyone even living at that house before Dracula walked in? And I mean, the amulet was it? inside the walls of that house. So somehow, someone who survived that fuck up a hundred years ago grabbed the amulet, moved to America, and lived in that and mansion. Set up a subterranean complex in Yo, which that, they surrounded this amulet with crosses. That was not a mansion. That was a plantation. Some fucking <laughs> some fucking Transylvania slave drivers sitting there making slaves build these fucking trap doors and shit to hide an am- amulet. And then 
and, and a whole secret chamber in there and yeah. a whole filled with garlic which i'm guessing would have been over a hundred years it would have uh at least i don't know been dried I don't, and a bunch of crucifixes there were then, definitely a lot of crosses in there yeah and then that day sold the journal to the kid's mom and then apparently it was had his house taken over by Dracula and the other monsters. Well, it looked, uh, I don't know how they had a fucking yard sale there that day because yeah. it's definitely boarded up and fucking overgrown. It's, like, hey. it's Facebook marketplace guys. Come on. There we go. Yeah. They just, they just put it on Facebook marketplace. Like, Hey, this stuff's for free. It's out on the road. In 1980. This is how Etsy started. This is where we're uh, so bespoke monster journals. We uh, we didn't bring up the fact that the friends Sean and Patrick um, decided that uh, Rudy was cool enough and knew enough about monsters to join their monster club. Okay, but he still had to do the monster test to get in. Right. Yes. And they're asking him questions they don't even know the answer to. Come on. Right? That's, like, that's hardly two, fair. What are the two ways to kill a wolf, man? It's like a uh, silver bullet, and that's it. No, old age. <laughs> <laughs> no, dynamite up the butt. I mean, that this was, movie. That was the problem. They didn't put it up the butt. That this was movie, the problem. This movie came out before T2, right? I think so. So James Cameron, like James 90s, Cameron stealing the Wolfman, piecing himself back together and throwing it in there for the T-1000. <laughs> 1991. Yeah, four years ahead of him. Oh, shit. I see you, James Cameron, king of the world, motherfucker. <laughs> so um, we get fed. There are like pockets of exposition, right? Like, so... We meet the monster squad, right? There's a huge section of, like, exposition. And then Dracula decides to make all of the monsters, you know, show up in this teeny little town, including a fucking mummy, uh, Gill Man slash creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein's monster who he's old friends with, question mark? Yeah, how did that happen? When were they introduced? I'm sorry, I feel like I missed that. Hey, why yeah, not? The, this whole, it also brings up a lot of questions about the timeline of Dracula and Frankenstein and all the other monsters, frankly. Like, Dracula apparently knows enough about electricity to put a jumper cable inside of his cane specifically right. for the purpose of rebooting well, Frankenstein. Listen, I don't know when the thumbs up was invented. But... <laughs> that was one of my last <laughs> But fucking Van Helsing throws a thumbs up from Limbo. He's been gone for a hundred years and he knows like, ah, this fucking prepubescent kid is going to love this <laughs> thumbs up here. This thumbs up will blow their minds. <laughs> um, also, I loved the scene where Dracula goes to raise Frankenstein's box from the lake. And first of all, I'm, I was half expecting X-Wing to come out of that lake because he like he's got the force, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was very Yoda. And then Gilman just lifts it up and Dracula's like, oh, thanks. That was helpful. Gilman is ripped. Gilman is I actually like I think of all the monsters, I liked Gilman's look the best. 
particularly at the end when he was like really featured like right before he got blown to hell um like his costume Horus. I I thought the monsters looked great. Um, I don't know. The Dracula, werewolf was a little sketchy. Dracula reminded me of Bert from uh, Raising Hope. Yeah. Yes. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. He's the he's the dad in that. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yep. I love that guy. He's been in a ton of shit. I just I don't know the actor's name. I can't think of it either. Um, but he looked just like Bert from Raising Hope. Um. So, so we get the exposition about the monsters joining up and needing the amulet, right? And then we go back to the kids, and there's this huge dump of exposition about, like, hey, Sean's parents fucking hate each other. <laughs> hate each other. <laughs> that divorce subplot is really heavy. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and, like, out of nowhere. Hey, it didn't really carry through. <laughs> no no at all it? it's just like oh you care too much about being a cop it's i like, mean bitch, people are getting shot listen nothing saves a marriage like watching a man turn into a bat it's true it's true <laughs> or your I kid know. being sucked into some weird hole <laughs> being a f- your virgin five-year-old reciting um, german text i love that it doesn't say female it just says virgin oh but yeah like automatically they're like no it, virgin equals hymen a person with a penis can't be a virgin because right? we know fat kids are virgin right fat, yeah they're all virgins <laughs> all of them every single Horace one can't of even reach his dick let alone jerk off <laughs> i mean i'm not speaking from experience <laughs> Um. So, where was I? Oh, and then creepy German guy. Do we even learn his name? I don't think so. No, because in the credits he's listed as creepy German guy. Creepy German guy. Great. Um. Where? So. What a credit to have. What a credit. It's better than like nasty German guy. So the. Dracula pulls the jumper cables out of his cane and attaches them to Frankenstein monsters uh, positive and negative uh, terminals terminals, on his head. And lightning strikes, wakes him up, knocks the the power out of town. Right? And then that's when uh, the, the parents are fighting. Wolfman has been shot in a prison and he's quote unquote dead and being transported. Oh, that's before this. He was being transported to the morgue and then he kills the ambulance driver and runs away. Um, And the mummy shows up in fucking Eugene's bedroom. Which, why? What? I mean, how, how does he get in there? First of all, without how, anyone knowing. How does he get in there? Why is he in there? Why doesn't he harm anybody? I think my favorite part of that whole scene, though, is Eugene's dad. He's like, you're not sleeping with me and your mother. I'm getting my dick wet tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And why wasn't Gilbert Godfrey playing his father? I don't want my wife out there reading German rituals. (laughs) Um, And 
this is just my brain being broken, but so they end up deciding once uh once Sean sees uh Mr. Alucard and knows that it's Dracula. <clears throat> he heard the phone call with his father, the cop, about the guy saying he was a werewolf, and the phone call with his father about the mummy being missing. So he calls an emergency meeting of the monster squad. And they're like, who's the monster squad? And he's like, that's us. That's our new name. So they decide to take the German book that he just received uh, to the creepy German guy. And they go to this guy's house and he brings them inside and serves them pie, which is fabulous. Yeah. But my brain is broken because he's talking about how a, a whirlwind will swallow the forces of evil. And in my head, I just sat there and said, oh, so this amulet summons Nancy Reagan. <laughs> Throat goat of the 1980s. <laughs> it's Swallowing forces of evil. I feel like that pie definitely had ketamine in it. That it, it would lovely. explain the rest of the movie, yeah. <laughs> and then for so he translates that whole book for them. They find out that it is the hundredth anniversary tomorrow night. Um, that the amulet is going to be uh um able to be broken. This amulet that is a good amulet that balances the forces of good and evil. And it is up to them to get said amulet. And perform this uh, ritual. Thank you. That's the word. Um, with a virgin. So that they can uh, get rid of all the evil in the world. Is that about right? That sounds right. Yeah. That's about, that's about as long and short of it. Yeah. That about covers it. I'm still proud of Nancy Reagan. <laughs> so... I mean, I forgot to mention at the beginning of this whole thing, like this movie is 80 minutes long. It, it's an hour yeah. 20. Mm -hmm. It is. They do not mess around. It is just a straight shot through. They pack a lot in there. Yeah, they do. Like, they, that's why the divorce subplot feels so, like it's and, just like, why is this here? Why? Including the apparent reference to the Holocaust at the end of that scene right like they because he says oh i'm not a monster if i was a vampire i wouldn't have a uh reflection in the mirror and he turns around and looks in the mirror and they're like wow you know a lot about monsters." and he's like yeah i guess i do and he closes the door and they zoom in on his fucking serial number that the nazis tattooed on this guy's arm and you're just like i'm sorry 1987 are we trying to make a statement here <laughs> in the middle of this spooky movie for kids? Did Liam Neeson pay for this man to be freed? <laughs> is this a prequel or a sequel to fucking Schindler's List? This is one. It's the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Such an idiot. That is a real monster. Um, yeah, I would see I I gave it the benefit of a doubt because honestly it didn't for me it didn't stay on that shot long enough for me to really tell that that's what it was mm -hmm. so I I assumed 
that it was just he was like related to Van Helsing or something because that makes more sense for the context of the movie that we are watching and that he knows so much about monsters and can read the journal and understands what the journal means because he is related to Van Helsing and I was like oh okay so maybe that'll be something they reveal later in the movie and they didn't uh, so it turns out that he's just a Nazi survivor <laughs> that was it that, um, that was the one that was moment. the whole thing yeah <laughs> wow now that you say that that would have made so much sense right <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was expecting You're not right. that that's what they did <laughs> like he he was the heir to the protectors of whatever you know like right being and he the, was like reluctant the grandson to... of yeah. like yeah yep I feel like it's important to remember here that a hundred years is not that actually long. That's why I said grandson. Like he's yeah. not fucking around. It's that is that is legitimate. Like, oh yeah, my pappy in Transylvania. He was really good at hunting armadillos <laughs> and catching possum. <laughs> if you know what Rodents I mean. Rodents of unusual size. Bullseye on the hills. We're back home. You should have seen him grill a capybara. It was it was quite something. <laughs> King of the rodents. <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have a big barbecue. Yeah, don't don't let him cross over with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It'll be a problem. <laughs> Splinter's fucking dead. Um, but also the the scene I think is right after that. It's only like eight seconds long where they go back to Rudy. And they ask him if he knows any virgins. That scene is easily my favorite in the whole movie. And spits out his very tasty and not paid for at all Pepsi product. Right. Right. Um, Rudy, Rudy's the lifeblood of this whole movie. He's a fucking creep. He's a peep and Tom. But um he's he saves their ass over and over again. Um, so Phoebe finds Frankenstein's monster and that's like straight out of the Frankenstein movie and book, right? Like the, the scene where he yeah. picks up the little girl and throws her into the water. Sean's family lives next to a drive-in movie theater or a lake, depending on what scene is, uh, <laughs> is necessary. It could be both. Both. The drive-in drive could be by the lake. The drive-in lake. Yes. Yeah. We bring our then boats you, to the drive-in. And then you drive into the lake. Yeah. The, the floated. I want to I sit on my roof and watch a drive-in movie, Groundhog's Day 12. Which, which A, does that still feature Bill Murray? And B, how loud must that audio be for it well, to he reach had, them at he their had the house? Radio. He had the radio next to him. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. So he was just like when you go to the drive-in, you tune in on the radio station. Yeah. He had it playing That's on his fair. radio. All right. Right. And they're at a lake, so the sound carries across the water. <laughs> yeah. mm. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. nope. The acoustics are great. Especially now that the casket's out of that water. It just really clears things up. Can we talk about how Dracula just, like, created a ghost car and we nowhere <laughs> did it? Like, we never saw it. No one ever talked about it. It was just like, oh, by the way, this car's going to drive through this police car and no one's going to question it. And I mean, and I mean again, it just knows how to drive. Again, hasn't, has Dracula been in limbo? No, like, Dracula no? got away. Dracula got away. Okay. That, that's how they blew it. I mean, that could only be that's the only way, right? Like all I those guess... little all those little zombies and his dead wives, like they all flew into limbo. 
I well, Dracula got away. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, I didn't even bring up the fact. In the beginning of the movie, we had a pretty cool transportation trans transformation from bat to human. But like there was a brief moment where he was like reaching his bat wing out and then it turned into fingers. Oh yeah. And then he and then he grabbed the ceiling and you see this hairy ass arm, right? And then all of a sudden he's standing and he's fully clothed. It's like mm, you were well, naked, the, motherfucker. The clothes you had are no part clothes of the transformation. On. It's part of the transformation. Yeah. I just wanted to see Dracula's dick, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you just wanted to see the dynamite he had shoved up in his butt. Yeah. Or his or his steak made of wood, if you know what I mean, huh? <laughs> he has three wives for a reason. Get got that three dicks? dick. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. I stopped taking uh, notes. <laughs> Let's see. What do I got? I got swallow forces of evil equals Nancy Reagan. Oh, so... <laughs> So the next day, obviously, is when everything's going down, and they decide, like, all right, Rudy, you do everything. Get all of our weapons. Hey, can you make silver bullets in metalworking shop? Sure you can. Yeah. He's making stakes in woodworking. He steals a crossbow from, or not a crossbow, but a compound bow from archery class. And these kids are deciding they're going to go to 666 Shadowbrook Lane. Thank you, Mr. Werewolf, for giving us that fucking address. Do they go in the middle of the day when they know that Dracula is asleep? Fuck no. no. We wait until <laughs> nighttime because that's going to be the easiest time to go there and get the amulet. And how the fuck did they know the amulet was in that house? Oh, Frankenstein must have told them. Shit. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> But also, he's, you know, he's, he's got to make the silver bullets. He's got to stay in school, you right. know? Oh, yeah. By the way, if you haven't seen this movie, the five-year-old sister of Sean, Phoebe, uh, runs into Frankenstein and introduces them to the guys, and they decide he's awesome and he can be a part of their club. Right. And then instantly break his heart by showing him how horrifying he looks to pop culture. Look <laughs> at this mask of your ugly face. But did you notice his platform shoes that he wore for the duration of the film? I had those shoes my freshman year to be Gene Simmons at Halloween. Like you're already tall enough, man. You don't need platforms. Just get some comfy loafers. It's just as it's just how they put his feet on, you know? It's just blocks of wood on your feet. Treat yourself. Yourself. Treat yourself. I, I love that they straight up uh Nope, lost it. It's gone. <laughs> I appreciated that that was the obligatory obligatory montage scene. Yes, of the montage. 80s. It's an eighties action film. We've got a montage. Um, and then you're just you are just on a fast track to the end at this point. Like, <laughs> the kids are like, "All right, we're going to that house." They go to the house, ceiling drops in on Frankenstein, and they're like, oh, no. And oh, Sean's Frank. like, fuck it, leave him. <laughs> he died I feel like us. that was a, a really crucial point where Sean's like, we got to make sacrifices. Yeah. Let's just keep going. It's decisive leadership. Eugene That's drops. 
Eugene drops his Twinkie in the water, and Gilman just comes up to grab his Twinkie. Creature ate my like, Twinkie. Oh, creature ate my Twinkie. Oh my goodness. This whole thing's an analogy for uh, the Catholic Church molesting children. That's, this whole movie. Creature ate my Twinkie. Mummy was in my bedroom. The monsters hate religious stuff. Oh, we forgot Eugene. Uh, in the montage, Eugene sends a letter that says, uh, Dear Army Men, help. Monsters are here. Yes. Stupendous. I feel like I missed the part where Eugene became part of the group because he seems so much younger than the other kids. He was always there. He was there in the, fir the first time they were in the, the meeting room. They were the, in that Where the tree fuck house. did he come from? I don't know, but he's got the dog, so it's all good. He's got the he dog, and the, the mummy dog. was in the closet, so the I think he's in he's in by default. That's fair. He's not even a little brother. You're right. He's just there. He's just, like, significantly younger than everyone, but he's there. And they put him right in harm's way. They brought him right into the middle of Dracula's lair. And he's just they like, did. hey, guys. So they get surrounded by, oh, this is the this is the scene. This is the one, like, you've heard this. Even if you don't know it was from this movie, you know kick him in the nards werewolves don't got nards just do it and he kicks werewolf in the nuts and he goes werewolves got nards oh it's so good it's so fucking good it is a classic i That's don't classic care story. it is so good and then they end up tripping a, a secret passageway which drops them into the amulet room and it seems like uh, Mr. Dracula, who is super strong, killing people with one hand, flying like a bat, flying in general. Knowing where everyone is and everything right. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has, has internet life. Dracula is omnipotent. Yeah. He snags Mike and starts strangling him. Now this man, or beast, monster, we've witnessed snap people's necks with just just a pop, pop, just you know like did it and instead he just decides like i'm gonna choke this fucking 10 year old kid and give <laughs> fat kid enough time to snag this fucking pizza out of his pocket god damn it these fucking stereotypes <laughs> i love that he had pizza wrapped in foil just tucked into his shirt just you in know, case. like this, literally how I used to live my life. This so. garlicky ass pizza, he just slaps Dracula across the face with it, and it leaves a fucking burn mark on his cheek. Like that is some garlicky ass pizza. That's yeah. Oh, so good. Burns Dracula's face, and then they run away. And Dracula, I don't know why. Dracula can't turn into a bat and catch up with him or whatever. So crazy old German man. The Even though quote, he can unquote, pace an airplane as a bat. Patrick's sister, who they asked was a virgin, she said, yes, this is critical because a virgin needs to read the incantation. And Phoebe, for some reason, but not is them, with these they have people. Dicks. Huh? But not them because they all have dicks. Right. Not right. boys. They're not virgins. That's such a good point, Megan, though. I think I just have to, I have to point that out. This is such a good point. They're all virgins. <laughs> Right. Hell, the Just they're all like 10. Um, How old were you, were you all when you lost your virginity? 16. Uh, 19. 
I don't know, 18, 19, I don't know. Okay, so you were older than 10. Right, we were all older than, yeah. I was, I was not Well, when I was 10, the priest said it was taking communion, so. <laughs> Body of Take Christ. Take it come something. Huh? Communion. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, uh, fucking. <laughs> German guy shows up in like this fucking army jeep. And they start flying down the road. And for a fucking 2,000-year-old dead guy, he's got some great fucking reflexes. He jumps right up on that car and starts, like, snapping at him like he's a zombie. It's like, make up your mind. What kind of monster are you? And uh, Patrick does the only heroic thing he does in this entire movie, which isn't much because the dog already had a bit of the tissue anyway hands Rudy a bit of tissue. Rudy ties it on an arrow, shoots it into a tree, and this loose piece of tissue must be a quarter of a mile long because it doesn't get taut for, like, another 30 seconds. Yeah. Until finally it starts uh, unraveling the mummy, which is a really cool fucking sequence. It's 1987, man. Like, that's all right. And then it just leaves a skull in the middle of the road. Like, bitch. And clearly, all mummies are made of exactly one bandage that happens to be a mile long. That's my—I think that's my favorite horror trope—is that all mummies are made of only one bandage. I mean, they're definitely the one continuous piece of gauze. They're yeah. definitely not the first person or entity to do like to hypothesize no. that. Are you right? kidding? How many times did Scooby Doo do that in like the sixties? <laughs> <laughs> Um, them and the Harlem Globetrotters they figured it out <laughs> all right and that for some reason like they decide they need to go somewhere with a lot of people yeah to do this to do this um ceremony well they were going to the church weren't they yeah but the reason they went to the church is because he's like where's a place with a lot of people it's like where can we have the most casualties right where can we do the most damage if this goes wrong? And this, so, uh, Wolfman, in the meantime, Wolfman calls the police department. Is like, hey, I'm the guy you guys fucking shot. I'm telling you, I'm a Wolfman. Get your asses over to 666 Shadowbrook Road. Dracula's going to kill your son. And he ends up transforming into the Wolfman and running away. Um, and then we have the whole scene with the nards and stuff. It's like 15 minutes, and then it cuts back to dad getting in his cop car. And it's like, oh my God, that was the longest. Like, he decided to finally, like, drive out. He's like, you know what? That, f- that phone call's been bothering me. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. He went in. He did a little paperwork. He was like, you know what? Oh, man, something about that didn't sit right. <laughs> Better go check it out. <laughs> The father seems to have very irregular working hours. Like he kind of just goes in when something is troubling him. Yeah, it's whenever his mom wants to get laid. Oh, gee, I I can't tonight, honey. I gotta go work. You know, this case is real hard. That's that's it's better. I guess it's better than saying I have a headache. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go put it in. I'm just tired. I'm just. 
So they're driving to 666 Shadowbrook Lane. And uh, Dracula's ghost car flies through the cop car. And then they ended up pursuing the cop car, which goes to Sean's house. And this motherfucker just walks to the back of the house, lights a stick of dynamite, throws it into the clubhouse and says, meeting adjourned and turns around and it just just blows up. Arnold one-liner. The treehouse is gone. Oh, and mom doesn't even like look out the back window to see like mm. what was that explosion that just happened. And I still I don't understand how Dracula knows so much. Like he knows that that's where the Monster Squad, which only know which is only known like to them for like, like twelve hours. Yeah. Yeah. How does he know that that's where they meet? But he doesn't know that they're not there right now. Like, how does he know they have meetings? Period. How yeah, does he know yeah. they're a club? It's it's astonishing the amount of stuff Dracula knows. Um, Dad pulls up, starts shooting at Dracula. Dracula lights another stick of dynamite, throws it under his car, and murders his partner. Straight up, blows up his partner. You know, hey, that guy had it coming, man. He, he, I mean, he kind of did, honestly. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one. <laughs> He's just lucky he didn't die first. <laughs> I just meant he was being kind of a dick. It's but a movie okay, stereotype, that's... okay? <laughs> You're not wrong. We definitely could have used more color in this movie. Um. Oh, we didn't even talk about how Dracula doped up Wolfman. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm gonna keep you nice and high until I need you. Yes. What drugs did we find and acquire for this? Just roofies. <coughs> and then the three teenage I mean, girls it, he kidnapped. He turned into his brides. It was the '80s. Those things were just laying around. He just the straight drugs up murdered the three girls virgins. to be his brides. Yeah. This movie is for man. children, y'all. This movie is for children. It's got things to do. Three brides who Rudy subsequently murdered single-handedly. Yes. yes, he did. Rudy is that dude. I need I need to ask you guys a question. Do you think that Rudy made those long stakes knowing he would also have a bow? Because he stole the bow and the arrows. Right. So I don't know that he was planning on using the stakes with the bow, but I mean it's, it's possible. Kind of, it's kind of you never see that in any vampire story, but like it maximizes reach, you know? It's like yeah. it's like Donatello from the Ninja Turtles being a vampire hunter. Like Well, you know, you, you you do occasionally see crossbows that use stakes as ammunition, but like that's mm-hmm. that's pretty good for not knowing shit about about killing vampires apparently kids wicked smart wicked smart they end up in the middle of town all the monsters start converging on them moving very slowly by the way it's true they're not they're wasting a lot of time i mean they're they're not the most efficient henchmen honestly Um, patrick's sister is reading the incantation dracula dive bombs sean and dad in a new car his personal car reaches out the window and shoots him mid-flight, this teeny-ass little bat, 
and he flies into some fucking book depository where JFK was shot from. <laughs> Dad runs upstairs and like Dracula is like mid transformation, like shot up and all like mangled. Oh god, that was pretty. That was that was pretty well done. Oh, honestly. so good. The effects in this movie are not bad. The practical effects. Yes. The, yes. The Some other of the bad for the time, they're not bad. Some of the bad yeah. stuff is shit, and they definitely had armadillos in a castle in Eastern Europe, which, like, what the fuck? Um, but the practical effects with the monster suit stuff was really cool. Um, uh, Wolfman shows up, starts beating the shit out of Dad. Uh, Sean turned like grabs a already lit piece of dynamite and sticks it in wolfman's pants which they alluded to way back when they were doing the monster quiz they said jumping out of a window and landing on a piece of dynamite as one of the ways he could die um he blows foreshadowing. up foreshadowing yeah he blows up into pieces and yeah, like I wrote, I wrote wolfman's got no nards not anymore not anymore so fucking uh rudy's taking care of all the the wives right he shot one two of them and then just barehanded stabbed one in the heart and he's sitting there and then the cops pull up and the cops pull their guns out and he's like what the fuck you pulling your guns out for and he turns around and wolfman has reconnected all of his limbs and is about to attack him and then he goes after the cops wolfman kills like four or five cops <laughs> um and they don't uh, even they don't even like turn away from it either he's yeah. just like yep center screen ripping people apart rudy pulls a silver bullet out of his pocket puts it in the gun fires it and immediately wolfman turns into a human looks at rudy and is just like thank you and dies and you would think like rudy has now murdered four beings that are very human like mm -hmm. and rudy's just like yeah whatever Gilman pops Gilman pops out of the sewer, starts killing a bunch of cops. Fat boy grabs a fucking shotgun off of a cop, and he's trying to get into this fucking diner, and EJ's like, no, I'm not going to open the door for you. And Fat Man just turns around and blows Gilman away. And they open up the door, and they're like, wow, fat kid, good job. And he goes, my name is Horus like the most badass line that has ever included the word Horus ever <laughs> <laughs> so now all we've got is Dracula right like that's it yeah mm -hmm. but why do we need the fucking amulet anyway like just just fucking kill this kid but whatever so the amulet doesn't work for uh Patrick's sister because she's a whore <laughs> and uh so now they have phoebe reading small child like five years old yeah yeah and, and she's not even reading she's just kind of repeating what creepy repeating german what guy creepy says german guy. who has after reading it twice now has it memorized um i mean he's probably well no i guess he has it never mind so dracula <laughs> walks out there um somehow blasts 
creepy German guy in the chest with like an Iron Man blast. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. He does. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Um, and he grabs Phoebe by the fucking chin and lifts her up. And uh, they told me, they said, uh, he never said this line to her. She never knew how how he was going to say it. They just said, you're going to have to scream. And she, they asked when, and they were like, you're going to know. And <laughs> oh, so, Jesus. So he screams at this five-year-old girl, give me the amulet, you bitch. And then he goes, <sighs> and she fucking screams. And the first time she did it, the scream wasn't long enough, so they had to shoot it again. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor five-year-old girl just being traumatized. Um, Frankie shows up, throws him onto a metal spike. Phoebe finishes the spell. It opens up this whirlwind. People start getting sucked in. Cops who aren't even dead yet are just getting sucked <laughs> into this fucking whirlwind. Cars, trees, park yeah. benches. Street uh, They're all part of it. They're all evil. So the whole purpose of the amulet was that Dracula could like take over the world, right? It it was vo- it, the whole purpose of the amulet, according to the movie, was that it 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 balances good and evil, and it is a a protective force of good and every hundred years it becomes vulnerable to breaking so i guess if dracula had broken the amulet then nothing could have stopped him besides Mm, okay i don't know right frankenstein throwing him through his spike or something i don't know frank um everyone starts getting sucked in uh dracula grabs sean um Sean I, and I guess that's just more about all of the characters we don't care about in this film, really. Because if they're all getting if this thing balances good and evil and they're all getting sucked into this vortex, like what have they done that we don't know about to deserve yeah, to be sucked into this vortex? It's weird, it's weird that everyone gets sucked in. Like it doesn't give a shit. It's just and like, inanimate gonna, objects, which I guess have I'm no moral compass, and therefore it doesn't really offset the, the balance at all. So I guess that's fine. So, um, he stabs Dracula and ends up getting back to his dad. And then all of a sudden, fucking Van Helsing shows up and grabs him from behind. Like, finally, I have someone to fucking limbo. Like, it's, and gives him a thumbs up. And Sean's just like, yeah, thumbs up. Like, I got you, fam. And then the <laughs> the saddest part of the movie is just Frankie Frankenstein's monster is like trying to hold on to this park bench, and Phoebe's screaming for him, and he ends up getting sucked up into the vortex, and she's screaming his name, and then she throws her stuffed animal scraps to him, and he like grabs it and snuggles oh, it. Yeah. It's just like, oh my god, <laughs> why are you doing this? Scraps. He's just like, bye. <laughs> they did not spend a lot of money on that last scene <laughs> as he floats away. Um, and then uh, it closes and the army shows up and they're looking for Eugene. 
Like, where's Eugene? And he's like, the mummy was in my house. <laughs> what in the what? Sam Hill is going on here? Which I, I love. I love that his letter actually worked because yep. it's very reminiscent of a scene from the IT crowd that I really love. Oh, it's a good show, yeah. When they have the fire in the office and Moss emails <laughs> the fire department that there's a fire and then they well, come at the end of the episode somebody emails fire. about a fire. <laughs> it reminds me of the scene from one of the Jurassic Park movies where she calls in the National Guard and then after they're like mostly eaten by dinosaurs the national guard is like what's up what can we do here i mean that's that basically covers it all we all we haven't talked about is the wicked amazing original rap that ends this song of this movie right the 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 amazing rap monster squad rap (laughs) i mean the smash hit there are other words i would use for it but it's definitely a rap. <laughs> <laughs> the rap. It's rap for the movie. This movie, I mean, so PG-13 was created like four years earlier. Um, they this, clearly didn't know what it was. This yet. movie is very, like, this movie feels like the creators were like, oh, okay, so a teenager, yeah, we can do that. Like, straight up, right at the beginning of this movie, Possum Queen gets shot in the chest with a stake, and it's like, Oh fuck! Oh okay, yeah okay. This is a kids movie. We're already much further than the Goonies ever went. Yeah, like in the Goonies, you saw a guy who happened to be shot in the head in an ice cream freezer. Other than that, nothing really terrible happens. So many people die in this movie. So many people die. In this Wolfman movie. exploded into bloody chunks. Truth. And then came back together. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron. All right. I mean that's that's Monster Squad. We all know where I'm gonna stand on this. I'm fucking Bobby. pissed. I'm pissed this movie dropped at all. Like, I'm and I'm not saying this is a masterpiece, goddammit, but it deserves to live like in the mid to upper sixties. That is where Monster Squad deserves to live. Yes, it has its problems. It hasn't aged well. They hit the F word real hard in the beginning. They make fun of the fat kid a ton. Dracula calls a five-year-old girl a bitch. Like, there, there is a lot of shit that's wrong with this movie. But it is fucking fun. It's short. It gets to the point. It is brilliant. This movie is fermented as fermented can be. And anyone should watch it. It's on Paramount+. Plus. We're going to release this episode on Halloween, so whatever. But, like, if you've got a kid that's 13 or 14, watch it with them. I don't know. Let's see what the new generation thinks of this film. I think it's fun. Even now, drunk as a skunk, watching this movie and taking notes on it, which is like the worst way to watch a movie. It was still a lot of fun. I'm I'm going to say it's fermented. You all knew it was coming anyway. I fucking love this movie. Um, Megan, what did you feel? What, what do you think? This was terrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was an hour and a half of my life. I will never get back. No. <laughs> I respect your beliefs and I respect your opinion because we live in a free country. But Bobby, this is so awful. Oh, Megan says run. <laughs> Megan says run. I'm heartbroken. Yeah. I'm heartbroken. 
speaking of which, I'm glad Rick wasn't here for this one after hearing Frankenstein talk. I'm really happy Frank uh Rick yeah, wasn't that's here. Fair. Mm. That would have gone a bad direction, probably. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, Craig. This is bad. This bad. Damn it. It was bad. It was yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. I've, I've got my nostalgia glasses on. I can't help it. I love this movie. All right. Craig says rotten. Griff. (laughs) It's a a fun premise. And I can definitely see how young Bobby would latch onto this. Two years old, apparently. And enjoy it. I was eight. I was eight. I love this movie. It's got some fun moments. As an adult, though, I have so many questions. And honestly, I, I, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I never thought in this day of Marvel stingers and mid-credit scenes that I would want a movie to have an epilogue. <laughs> but it doesn't. Something. It just kind of ends. Give me something. And I, I could have forgiven it if it didn't end with the rap. The rap pushes it under, man. I gotta call it rotten. I fucking hate all of you. All three <laughs> of you suck. I can't wait to put the rap into this episode. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. I can't wait. I knew. Suck on some lit dynamite. I was being <laughs> I was being thoroughly realistic when I was like, you guys are all gonna hate this movie and I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna hate you for it. Uh, I mean, so there you go, folks. Three to one. I've been outvoted. <laughs> they, everyone else believes rotten is the correct way to go with this one. I'm so heartbroken. Um, Rick, you need to watch this movie. I need to. I need to see someone sit here and agree with me. He won't either. He'll say it's shit. <laughs> I should have had my cousin on this episode. He would. He would have agreed with me. Uh, TJ, we're alone. That's just the way it goes. Um, so there it is, friends. Uh, three to one rotten on the Monster Squad. It's Wait, so can I ask you a question, though? If, if you had never seen it before, what would you think? I think if it didn't a, hold any nostalgia it, for dude, you. Dude, I think it's, it's impossible a, for him to answer think, that, honestly. It is. It's impossible. But I, I think. Because he knows it'd I be still shit. think. <laughs> I watched the movie. I told you. I watched it like two years ago for the first time in like a decade. And when I watched it two years ago, I had fun with it. I think it's a stupid movie, but I had fun with it. Um, I think it's a fun movie. It's it's one of those movies. It's fucking really stupid. But God damn it, did I have fun with it. And I think Frankie is fun. I think he's a pretty good Dracula. I think he's a decent vampire. Uh, Gilman and Mummy feel completely out of place, but it's like, who else are you going to get? I don't right. know. Invisible Man would have been fun. If we remade this movie, Invisible Man would have been the would have been the wild card, right? Yeah, there you go. He also would have would have been the weirdo jerking off in the clubhouse to Sean's sister taking her clothes off in the window. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. Goddamn pervert. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to, like I to be to be I'm fair. being realistic. I told you, I feel like it belongs in the '60s. I'm not saying it's like a movie that should be certified fresh in the '80s, right? It's just yeah. fresh. It's just fresh. And I, I think I was what I was gonna say is to be fair that I think that the To be fair To be fair, I think it's 
you said it's at what 56 yeah right now i think that's appropriate like that level is appropriate it's not like abysmal it's just it's not, not a seven it's yeah. not it is not a seven although <laughs> half of us like drop dead fred or three quarters of us actually yeah, we 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 voted that one fresh yeah that was a fresh movie yeah we said that one was fresh well there you go what we, what can we do um so that's gonna be it friends uh rotten i guess god damn it um <laughs> It was a lot of fun. Uh, Megan, thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you so much. We're gonna oh, have thanks to, for having me. This we're going to so have much to fun. have you on to a normal episode. Yes. Yes. People are going to be upset we didn't ask you the question, but we don't do that anymore. What's the question? Um, mm. it, it doesn't really... Uh, I don't know. It's would you rather give the first 90% of a blowjob or the last 10%? you know that just it so depends on who it is <laughs> but like probably the, the time probably the first 90 ah see that's why we like you yeah yeah because the last 10 just involves like i need a drink of water like right now <laughs> thank you all right we're good all right well that's where i'm at I like it. So there we go. She answered the question. Now Eric doesn't need to complain. Um, Eric and Rick are both at weddings this weekend. Fuckers. <laughs> uh, I feel like for the past month, somebody has been at a wedding. It's or had COVID or yeah, it's just been. Yeah. It's the yeah. way it's been. Get your All shit friends, together, Bob. Thank you for listening this week. Uh, we will be doing fermented again i'm guessing next month and then we've got f and smart will be starting up soon me and griff are putting together our trivia competition mm. we haven't done it in a year and a half so we're gonna we're gonna get that working again um other than that if you have any ideas or games or movies you want us to review hit us up on our socials f and culture the podcast on facebook at f and culture on twitter we're on TikTok sometimes. You can also email us email us at fncultured at gmail.com. Uh, I hope you all have a happy, happy, happy and safe Halloween. And we will see you next week for this week or month for Fermented. I am Bobby. I'm Griff. I'm Craig. I'm Megan. Have a happy Halloween and go F yourselves. Monster Squad. We're the Monster Squad. And the forces of evil. Better run and hide. Monster Squad. We're the Monster Squad. And the